0: You're listening to a podcast by the Leadership Ministry team at Texas Methodist Foundation. TMF's Leadership Ministry connects diverse, high-capacity leaders in conversations and environments that create a network of courage, learning, and innovation in order to help the church lean into its God-appointed mission. For more information, visit tmf-fdn.org.
1: Hi everyone I'm Lisa Greenwood and you're listening to the first of six bonus episodes of reservoirs of resilience and you may be wondering why we're releasing bonus episodes so here's the story we originally planned to include a story of resilience segment at the end of each of our episodes and so we asked six courageous leaders to share a story of resilience with us not surprisingly Each story we recorded was incredible and inspiring, and we wanted to make sure you didn't miss these stories. And we thought you might if they were at the end of episodes. So we decided that each story would be its own standalone bonus episode. Each of these bonus episodes features a leader's answer to our invitation to tell us a story of resilience. Each of these leaders shares a story that is powerful and poetic and deeply personal we're really grateful for their vulnerability, and we hope their stories will inspire you just as they did us. In this, our first bonus episode, Martha Valencia shares the story of her congregation's partnership with a church in Honduras and her friendship with the pastor, who has faced significant challenges, including helping his already poverty-stricken congregation navigate two hurricanes and a pandemic. His example of resilient leadership has inspired and sustained Martha as she grieves the loss of her mother to COVID-19 while continuing to lead her own congregation through these difficult times. Let's listen to Martha share her story of resilience with us.
0: First person that popped into my mind was Pastor Raymond Lada, and he is a pastor in Danlí, Honduras. And uh, two years ago, um, myself and Amy's four had the opportunity with others alongside the bishop to travel to Honduras and visit a lot of the, the churches there. They're a part of the, the mission there. And one of the churches that just struck us and just stayed in our hearts was a church called La Cofradia in Danli, Honduras. And the reason that that church um, struck us and stayed in our hearts was because when we arrived, we met the pastor, we were welcome to the church, and he immediately he began to tell us about the church and the neighborhood and, and all of the youth and children there and then and, and their poverty and, and the youth being there at risk um, to join gangs and things like that and how the church had been a safe haven for um, these youth and children. And he proceeded to tell us that the women there were very active. And so we, when we walked into the sanctuary, it was a beautiful sanctuary. You know, of course, everything's made of stone and, and everything is just, you know, brick and mortar, and you can see where people have been working and building the the church, the sanctuary, especially the altar area, and we were told the women of the church were the ones who built the sanctuary, and so that just struck us immediately (laughs) that the women had worked um, so fervently and so lovingly on the church sanctuary and had laid brick and mortar, and we were then uh, taken downstairs and shown the downstairs part of the church where a kitchen was being made, Made and fellowship hall and Sunday school classrooms were being made. And all of this was taking place through the church's um, women. So who were not only doing fundraisers and you know things like that, but were also laying brick and mortar. And so we we're really struck by that. And we were struck by Pastor Laura's love of his church, his support of the women and the men and the youth and the children there, and his resilience in terms of what had taken place the year that we visited the church and what has taken place since. So when we left Honduras, On that trip, we decided, myself, um, you know, being pastor of Elmo de Buen Samaritano, Amy being pastor of Christ Foundry, and Richard Spies, who's a member of um, First Church in in Dallas, we decided that we wanted to enter into a partnership with this congregation, with this church, and with this pastor, just because of everything that was taking place there. And so we did. And so we've been in partnership with them. But this last year has shown us how resilient, if we thought the church was resilient then, just how resilient Pastor Lada is and um, what he's doing and the congregation there. So, of course, they've been struck by COVID. And so the the neighborhood that the church is in is a poor neighborhood, yet the church was thriving and uh, everything that I just shared about the church. And then COVID hit. And so the church, you know, the congregation wasn't able to gather anymore. They, they have limited access to the internet not like we do here in the States. Of course, um, they have limited access to phones, so they have to use prepaid phone cards to be able to use the phone. This includes Pastor Lada and any member that he wants to be in touch with. So he started to tell us that he what he started to do was visit members one by one on his bicycle and go outside of their homes and would simply share a word of encouragement and love from outside their home, from outside their door outside their window um he'd take his guitar on his back strap it on his back and sing a song sing a worship song and just find a way to encourage people and love on people people who were you know who had had covid people who were healthy i mean people of all ages older members the youth that were going there the children the parents i mean he just found a way on his bicycle to travel to each of these homes and um share, continue to share the word of God and continue to share words of encouragement and and love. So, you know, and he and he doesn't have enough money, you know, he doesn't have enough enough money to buy prepaid phone cards sometimes or money to do things that we take for granted here. But yet he found a way to still connect with his people and that was to get on his bicycle. So that really, really struck us So, Hurricane Number One hits Honduras and directly impacts the the city of Lee and the town where La Cofradia is located. As if COVID and Hurricane Number One weren't enough, Hurricane Number Two hits, <laughs> and it just impacts the community, uh, does away with homes and businesses. And you know, we we had an opportunity to talk. With him while this was going on, and he gets on the Zoom call and says, "Blessed be the name of the Lord," in the midst of all of this, and I, I was just completely struck by his spirit of resilience and love for his congregation, love of people, love of God, and his resilience to continue to do the work of of Christ in his community. So. In addition to all of this, one more thing, as if that's not enough, his daughter falls ill. And this is his only daughter who has completed her bachelor's degree in Honduras. And they happen to find a mass in in her breast. And so he's also navigating this health journey uh, with his daughter is still now, they're still waiting for results, whether, you know, what, what that is, whether it's benign or malignant. We're, we're praying with him. We're trusting with him that everything will, will be okay. But every time we talk to him, it is blessed be the name of the Lord talk about putting things in perspective and to be able to talk to him during a season of my life that was difficult, um, you know, having been sick with COVID, having lost my mother, to speak with someone that has seen so much pain and walked along so much suffering, to be able to get on a Zoom call and and say authentically, um, blessed be the name of the Lord, reminds me <laughs> and encourages me to bless the Lord at, at all times. And so it's been sacred for me to journey alongside him right after my my experience with COVID and right after my loss. Our church here, uh, Elmo de Buen Samaritano, the church I pastor, due to COVID has also been experiencing financial issues in the fall this last quarter. But to hear what's going on in Don Lee, Puts things in perspective, and and to watch him and to see him and his faith in God and his trust in God and his resilience and his action in that faith and in that trust in the Lord to do what he can do for his congregation and simply trust God with the rest has has spoken to me. I mean, it's been a, a godsend in my life to walk alongside him uh, during this season. So it 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 reminds me also of to be thankful for the resources and the connection that we have here in the States in terms of with our conference, in terms of with other churches, in terms of with our colleagues. And it makes me makes us along with Pastor Amy and and Pastor Holly and Richard and I, it it moves us to want to be a resource and a connection for Pastor Lava and La Cofradia and his community. And so just to witness their resilience his resilience and the entire churches and communities resilience in the midst of everything that has happened has just been so inspiring for for each of us and inspiring for me during this time as well as puts things in perspective so that's that's my story of resilience